So we have been doing what on earth am I here for? We've been looking at purpose. Like what is our purpose? I, I know I've actually said that a few times. What, the, what, what on earth? You know, I've said a few different things like that, but I've always wondered like what am I doing here? There's got to be more to life than this. I used to often think that, you know, you, you uh, go to school and then you, you know, you grow up, you get married, you get a house, you have a couple of kids, and then you die. But I, I think, like, so, what, so what's that all about? <laughs> Sounds pretty depressing, right? But that's how I used to think, like, what, what am I here for? So that's what we're talking about. What on earth am I here for? We are called to purpose, and we are called by God for a specific purpose. And it doesn't matter what you've done in your past, you are not disqualified. And you start this call of God by inviting them into your heart, just like Ben did. You might not have done that here today, but a bit later on, I'm going to give you an opportunity to do that. But that's how you do that. Invite Jesus into your heart and through relationship. If you missed last week, uh, as Pastor John mentioned, it, we are called to be loved by God. That was an incredible message. If you missed that, listen to the podcast. So our first purpose The first purpose of my life and your life is to be loved by God because God loves you. This week, week three, but it's our second purpose, we're called to belong. Called to belong. Yes, you are. You're called to belong. In Ephesians 1.5, it says, His unchanged plan has always been to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. You were formed to be a god a part of God's family. So God formed me. God formed you as part of his family. You're called to belong. God's family is called the church. You might have heard that before. Yes, it is. God's family is called the church, and I am called to belong to the church. You're called to belong to the church. You're called to belong. Katie and Ben, you're called to belong. Online, you're called to belong to to the to church. So in Ephesians 2:1 it says, "So now you are no longer visitors or strangers. Now you are citizens together with God's holy people. You belong to God's family." See, church isn't an event. Church is not a building. Church is not something that you go to. I used to think that people go to church. It was like a thing they go to. Like church isn't that. Church is something you belong to. Church is a relationship. Church, God designed us for community. So when I first started going along to church, which is around about 17 years ago now, I used to go to church. And I'd go into the church service and I would enjoy it. Everything was relevant. The message was great and all the singing like that. But as soon as the service was over, boom, I was out that door quick as a flash. And you know, if you're new here today, you might be thinking that, but now you're going to think again, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> but, and same with you online, just don't go, don't go. Like, but I would just take off because I felt so awkward. I felt uncomfortable. I felt like I didn't fit. I felt like I didn't belong. And unfortunately, I did this for one year. Please don't do that. Don't do that. That's why I love to see people fit and belong in church. And it wasn't until I started uh, whinging about it, actually I had this big whinge about, this church is not friendly. This church is like, you know, like 
they're, they're not friends at all. And I f- honestly f- heard God say to me, like, you're not friendly. Ouch. That hurt. And I thought, that's, that's, that's so not cool, God. That's kind of mean. That's like, I'm, I'm friendly. I'm, 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 I'm fr- and I, I can be friendly, but when I don't know people and I feel awkward and I feel not connected, well, it's hard for me to be friendly. So I had to push myself out there to be friendly. And you know, you might be sitting here today and think, well, you know what, I've been coming along, I still kind of feel awkward, I still kind of feel like maybe those people aren't friendly, like, I'll be your friend. <laughs> like, but seriously, we want to connect to you. We want to, we want to do that. So we do want to connect to you, yes we do. So, and how I uh, went from there, when God said, you know, I'm not friendly, I thought, well, I need to step out there. So I started serving in a team and I started going to a smaller group of people. I started joining a group. Those two things for me actually started to make me fit. It actually started to make me feel like I belonged. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Because when you feel like you belong, there are five benefits that come from that. So the first one is, and this is going to use different metaphors. In the Bible, when uh, the Bible talks about church, like it, it calls church like uh, the God's family. We talked about that. God's temple, Christ's body, the body of Christ, God's flock. That's right, we're all into sheep. <laughs> and God's garden. All right, those are different metaphors. But the first one I'm going to talk about is my first point. There's five of them. In God's family, I learn my true identity. That's what happens when you feel like you belong. See, we benefit from healthy families. We benefit from actually, if you've had a healthy family, they tell you who you are. That's how you find out who you are. If you haven't been in a healthy family, and just from my own experience, uh, my parents separated when I was six years old. I lived with my grandparents till I was 10. Then I went to live with my mother and my stepfather in a place uh, in Wellington where I had never been before. I had no friends, I had no extended family, I hated the school, and I gotta tell you, I felt alone, so, so alone. I felt like I didn't fit, I felt like I was the only uh, Māori in, in uh, a thousand, there were a thousand kids at our school and there were only two Māoris in the school. So I felt like I didn't fit. The colour of my skin, didn't know anybody, I was short. <laughs> so I wasn't actually, I was tall then. I was, yeah, I just never grew since I was 13. But anyway, <laughs> okay, but, but this is what happened. So my identity changed from when I left that comfortable place that I grew up until I was 10. I mean, it changed when my, my parents got divorced and I moved somewhere else. And it changed again when I left that place and went to somewhere where I didn't know. This is what happens. Things change in our life that can affect our identity. If your identity is tied to a job, then when you, if you lose that job, all of a sudden you're lost. You feel like you've got no hope. Depression and anxiety come in because you feel like that's all you had. You know, that was your identity. So it's very important on what you put your identity in. Your true identity comes out of a relationship with God. When you look at, like, 
you know, I'm a granddaughter, I'm a daughter, I'm a mother, I, like, I'm a staff member, I'm a part of the team here. There's lots of different things. I'm a pastor. All of these things, like, there are relationships that define me. What are your relationships that define you? Because our identity is tied to our relationships. That's why it's so important to have a relationship with God, yes, but a relationship with God's family. Okay, that's, and in uh, Ephesians 2.19, it says, you are members of God's very own family, and you belong to God's household with every other Christian. You belong. Right now, if you're feeling like you don't belong, online, if you're feeling that you don't belong, I'm telling you, you belong. You belong. You do belong. Like, some, some of you might not have had uh, great relationships because that can form your identity. But I've got to tell you, you can build great relationships now. Your past doesn't have to define your future. You can build great relationships now. Ben even talked about uh, his identity, how he went through a season in his life where he felt empty and he was confused about his identity because this is what happens. If you don't, you know, like he got confused with identity, but then he talked about what changed is when he put, made Jesus the center of his life. He had more clarity and he had direction on who he was and his identity. So he just talked about that then. By belonging to God's family, you will learn your true identity. So that's point one. I'll learn my true identity. Two, in God's temple, also the church, I am supported by others. You're supported by others. Uh, I was riding my bike online. You know that I've got a bike, right? And I love my bike. And it's fast. It's awesome. Anyway, I was riding my bike, and I went past a place where a house was being built. And do you know, like, the walls were up already? And you notice that when a building is built, like, who's, who, is anyone building a building at the moment? You can put your hand up if you're online, if you're building a building. No one's building yet. Someone will be seen. Eh? <laughs> Josh and Shekinah. But, but when you're building a building, like, when the walls go up, they've got to connect. If they don't connect to each other, then the house is going to fall on down. It's not going to be solid, is it? They need to connect. And I also noticed at this building site, there was like this big pile of stuff. There was pipes, there was pieces of wood. I mean, they're, they're by the building, but they're actually not part of the building. They're not connected to the building. And we can be like this in church. We need to be connected. Connected to other people in relationship. You know, otherwise, if you're like that, the piece of wood or that pipe that's lying there, uh, yeah, you, you, you've got the possibility of being part of the building, but you're not. You're not connected yet. We need to get connected. So how we get connected is we go into smaller groups. That's how we get connected. In Ephesians 2, 21, 22, it says, In Christ, the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in him, you two are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. We're called to be connected in that building. Do you see the importance of not just being around the building, but being connected to relationships in God's family. 
So you need identity and you need stability. And you, were meant to, you weren't meant to go through life disconnected. Nobody was. You know, one of the biggest epidemics that we have is loneliness. So many people are lonely. You know, there are like a high percentage of people that actually live alone. Doesn't necessarily mean they're all lonely, but there's loneliness is an epidemic. So let's get connected. Sundays are great, and it's great that we get to join together and sing together, but we build relations in smaller groups. There's time for questions, there's time for discussion, there's time for friendships, there's time for engagement, there's time for encouragement, there's time to grow, you do life together, you share things, you go through good things together, you go through bad things together, but somebody cares about you. There's a deeper level. You know people's dreams, you know people's plans, and you get to share your heart. It's incredible. I love groups, you might have noticed that. Now, that brings me to point three. In Christ's body, I discover my unique value. Do you know you're unique? Oh my gosh, like, yeah, I know that. I'm, I'm totally unique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Marita, you're unique. Christian, Melbourne, you're unique. Everybody is unique. I mean, look at each other. Like, if, you've, if you're watching with somebody, look at them. They're different, right? They look different than you. That's right, that's right. Some of you got longer hair, but we're all different. You know, God made us that way. Because if we were all the same, man, how boring would that be? Like, hello, it would be so boring. We were made with variety. I like that, I like variety. It's a spice of life, that's what they say. (laughs) Yeah, Romans 12, four to five, it says, just as there are many parts of our body So it is with Christ's body. We are all parts of it, and it takes every one of us to make it complete. We we each have different work to do. So we belong to each other, and each of us needs all of the others. We do that. And I mean, Pastor John talked about parts of the body before, but I was thinking, you know, many times when I was a child, I used to get, you know, Teresa, have you got no ears? I mean, I don't know why that was. But just imagine if your ear wasn't attached to your body and it was sitting over here, would you be able to hear? No, you wouldn't be able to hear because it has to be attached to your body to hear. It's of no value. In fact, if I left my ear there, it's just, ooh, yeah, I know, it's just going to wither and like just go up to like maybe little crispy porky ears like you give your dog. But anyway, (laughs) oh, wow, where'd that come from? But anyway, hello out there. Come on, come back, come back. But... So parts of your body, <laughs> see, you cannot fulfill your purpose in, the, in life on your own. You have to be connected. You have to belong. You have to belong. We need each other. And we're all different and connected together, though. We go f- further than we ever would alone. I think of a, a jigsaw puzzle, and I love jigsaw puzzles, just saying. I know that a few of you don't, but I do. But can you imagine, like, every piece is of value? Because I've got to tell you, I'm not doing that jigsaw puzzle if there are pieces missing. I couldn't be bothered. Like, really, because I want to see the full picture. So, you know, you think of yourself as a piece of that puzzle. If you're missing, I'm not doing that puzzle, no. If you're missing, though, but that's just, what are we looking for? If, If you're missing, we're looking for that missing piece. We need you. You're unique. We need you. You are a piece of that puzzle. 
And you need to know you're a piece. You are needed. I mean, the edges think they've got it all together because they get picked out first. But I'll tell you, we need every piece of that puzzle. Yes, we do. Need that puzzle. Anyway, puzzle. <laughs> yep, we're different pieces, but we fit. We belong together. God has called us to belong. So point four, in God's flock, the church, I'm protected and cared for. In Galatians 6.2, it says, share each other's troubles and problems, and in this way, obey the law of Christ. You know, being in community, being in a group, is not just about you. Others need you. They need your care. They need your gifts. They need your heart. Uh, my very first group that I went to, uh, in, in the group, one of the ladies actually got diagnosed with leukemia. And the leader of our group said, right, this is what we're doing. I mean, I didn't know what to do. She says, we're going to cook meals. We're going to put money in. We're going to cook meals. We're going to take stuff there. We're visiting in a hospital. We're going to take... And that's what we did. We all we put money in. We bought groceries. We cooked meals for her family. We went to visit her in hospital. We made sure we had a little bit of a roster so that she'd get visited all the time from our group. We prayed and fasted for her. She had a miracle. She got all clear. They couldn't find the leukemia anymore. Oh my gosh. See, that's what God does. But God uses you. He uses you. He needs you. He needs your gifting. He needs your care. He needs your prayer. People need your prayer. This is what can happen in a group. Who wouldn't want to be a part of that? You know, I was blown away because I had never, ever seen anything like that happen apart from in my own family, you know, because your family, they take care of each other. But this is just it. We are family. We are all part of God's family. You are a part of God's family. So some of the hardest trials I've ever been through have been as a Christian but I've had people speak into my life. I've had people pray for me. I've had people care for me. I've had people lift me up. And that's why you need to belong. Be in a group and be protected and cared for. When you're actually part of one of our groups at C3 Powerhouse, your leader prays for you every single day. I want that prayer, yeah. I'm getting prayed for every day, I'm liking that. Are you getting, yeah, you're getting prayed for every day. Get prayed for every day. Get prayed for. Protected and cared for. And uh, point five, my life becomes, in God's garden, my life becomes productive. So in John 15, four to five, it says, a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine, and you cannot be fruitful apart from me. I am the vine and you are the branches. Those who remain in me, and I in them will produce much fruit. But apart from me, you can do nothing. Can you imagine a vine? When a branch is broken off, it no longer grows because it's not attached to the tree. When a vine is broken off, when you pull something out, of, when flowers, I mean, they're beautiful, but when you pull them out and you give them to someone, they die eventually. They might last a week depending on what sort of flowers they are because they're not connected anymore. Stay connected. My life becomes productive because of it. 
When you join a team and serve, like we've, like Ben was up here, he had his host shirt on, so he's been out there hosting. We had Zaire up there. We've got people in production. When you become part of a team and you work together and you serve together and you have a common purpose, you, you feel like you belong because you actually do belong. When you're in a group, you start to grow. When you're connected to the people of God, you grow. In a group is where I learn how to pray for people. In a group, I learn how to care for people. In a group, I learn how to love people. You start to share your heart, and, you, and they start to share theirs. And that's how you get to love people. The deeper your relationship, the more love you have for someone, the more you know about them, the more vulnerable you are, the more things that open up in your life, open it up. So being in a group, it does, it takes you so much further when you're in a group than you could go alone. I think of the gym. When I go to the gym, which is not that often lately, but anyway, but when I do, I have been before, so I can share this. Like, when I do go to the gym, I've found that if I just go there and do uh, the gym by myself, like I'm there for probably... 15 minutes. That's right, because I just like one, two, three. Oh, boy, that's enough of that. One, two, three, four, four. Oh, I don't even get to 12. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just boring. It's boring. So I've got to be in group fitness. So I, you know, I love RPM, which is on a bike, and we all get in on our little bikes, and we take off, and somebody leads, leads us. And see, and I'm into it. I go further, I go harder, because there's someone in the bike just like trying to beat me, but I'm just, I'm just like ramping it up, because, because there are people around me, and I feel encouraged. There's someone leading me who's saying, come on, Teresa, and I'm like, yeah, but that's what happens in a group. I go much harder, and much further, and much faster when you're in a group, and so will you. Okay, great. So in group, we've got many groups online and we've got many groups on site. And, and, and there's so many different sorts for all ages, for all stages. Uh, like there's prayer groups, interest groups. There's actually our groups at the moment are working through this, what on earth am I here for? So that's a great group. We've got an online group doing that at the moment. We've got around about 30 groups in Sunshine Coast doing that as well. So there, there's... A group, and we want you in a group. If you're not in a group, please get in the group. See, belonging, it changes you from a, like a spectator to a participator. It changes you from being an outsider watching what happens to being an insider making it happen. That's the difference with belonging. We want you to be a part of our family. So, called to belong. That's the second purpose is God formed me for his family. Our five points were I learned my true identity. So you learn your true identity. Like you're supported by others. You discover your unique value. You're protected and cared for. And you become productive. And to the call of God that he had in you. He placed those gifts in you before you were born. Like when you're like, he knew your call. He knew what you were going to do. And this is how you stir up those gifts. This is how you stir up that purpose. So I just, like if you're watching online or you're in the room here today, I just want, you know, if you are going to be a part of a group or you actually might be a part of a group now, I just want everyone close their eyes. I want to pray for those that are either a part of a group 
or are making a decision and a commitment right now to be in a group. If you're watching online, I want you to put your hand up emoji or you can just put yes in the chat right now. I want to be part of a group. But if you're here, I just want you to raise your hand right now. If you want to be a part of the group or you are a part of a group right now, raise your hand. Awesome. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I thank you that you see every hand raised. I thank you, Father, that you've got a plan and a purpose for each person. I thank you, Lord, that we're called to belong, that you've placed us in family. Holy Spirit, that you would visit our groups, that you would bring freshness, that you would bring freedom, that you would bring care, that you would bring healing and the peace of God in every group. Father, I thank you that as we're in a group, we grow in our knowledge of you. We know, come to know you better, that we grow in confidence, that we grow in confidence, Father, in the destiny that you've called us to. And thank you, Father, that as we do life together, that you impact our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. You can open your eyes. You can open your eyes online. It's, it's just been an incredible time. I just feel we are a church family. We do belong. 